Welcome to Baby Tour Guide's Montessori Babies podcast. I'm your host and baby tour guide, Bianca Solorsano, and for the last decade, I have dedicated myself to helping parents, educators, and caregivers optimize baby development through a Montessori lens. This podcast is all about evolving our Montessori practice to make our time with our sweet babies easier, relaxed, and so much fun. Let's jump into it. Welcome to episode six of Montessori Babies. I am so excited. This is a super exciting week. Um, We get to talk about some of the foundational developmental principles that should lay at the heart of everything we do with our sweet babies and toddlers. Um, And, you know, the principles that we're talking about today are all about baby brain development. So brain facts that could really, really help you understand the Montessori concept of the absorbent mind, which if you know anything about Montessori, I am sure that that phrase, the absorbent mind, has popped up. (laughs) At least for me, you know, the absorbent mind has really laid at the heart of my entire Montessori practice and, you know, the way that Dr. Montessori describes it and then the way that current research will state what goes on in the mind of a child. um, They perfectly support and correlate. And so just understanding these these facts will be really, really helpful to, you know, your everyday practice. For me, keeping these at the forefront of my mind every day is so, so helpful to every interaction that I have, you know, my observations, everything. So as Dr. Montessori describes, the first half of the first plane of development is the creation of the mind. So her stages of development are called the planes of development, and there are four of them. The first one, which is infancy, is actually split into two. So the first one is birth to six, and it's split into zero to three and then three to six because there are just some drastic changes that happen from the first three to the latter three years within this, you know, infancy plane of development. So considering that she has described the first half of the first plane, so zero to three, infancy and toddlerhood, as the creation of the mind, I'll tell you, after having worked with hundreds of babies in the classroom and home settings, day in and day out, baby neuro, so the neurological development of our infants and our toddlers, has become so fascinating to me. And this fascination just continues to grow and grow. Um, Working with babies who are nonverbal, so especially, you know, our tiniest, tiniest babies to, you know, slightly becoming more and more communicative to, you know, we can read their cries. And then eventually, you know, if you baby sign, they're baby signing with you. And then they start to verbalize and then they're really verbalizing and then they're putting words together. And then, you know, they're putting a lot more things together and then they're just exploding in their language. And being around infants and toddlers all the time just really has created this vast fascination in my mind about neuro. Um, And so, these facts that we're going to talk about today, I hold super, super close, at, really at the forefront of my mind in everything that I do every day. <laughs> the facts um, give a foundational understanding for beginning to answer that what's going on in their question, because I'm sure all of us, you know, having encountered an infant, all of us have thought at one point, how can I best help this child? What is going on in there? You know? <laughs> and so we're going to talk about the things that we do know. 
so we can apply that to our everyday so that we can evolve that into helping our babies and toddlers as much as possible. The first thing to consider within baby brain development is that babies are born with 100 billion neurons. So that's why Dr. Montessori describes the newborn child as having endless potential or endless potentialities. I remember when I was taking my Montessori training when they said that, my mind was just kind of blown. Initially, I didn't know what they were talking about when I thought it was just, you know, some sort of theoretical, really lovely way to describe an infant. Um, And little did I know she was correlating perfectly to the actual development of the child, what is happening in that brain. And so what's happening is the child's born with these 100 billion neurons. And those are all the neurons that this child will ever have. And it's just this endless potential of mental connections that this child can make. And they're going to make these connections through their experiences with their parents, with their primary caregivers, with their environment, literally everything. They're just going to absorb their life. And so a good way to describe it is just after birth, our babies begin learning about their new world outside of the womb by making mental connections or synapses at the rate of about 1 million per second. How insane is that? Now, their brains are wired differently than ours. So whereas, you know, most of us who are beyond this stage of life (laughs) um, learn in a way that's focused, right? We're learning about something in particular. We're learning about, you know, a subject or a language or whatever. We're learning about something in particular. Whereas a child, whereas an infant comes into the world with this potential with this capability to absorb everything everything so they're learning through all of their senses so our sweet babies are sensorial learners and they're learning through all of their senses so the way that i learned that babies are learning is by absorbing so the absorbent mind (laughs) um their entire experience so from their interactions with their loving parents to their environment and everything in between So, for example, if you consider a baby laying on a quilt under a tree at the park, they would be taking in everything from, you know, birds chirping that they hear to how the quilt feels beneath them. Literally everything. The experiences that they have with their parents, you know, within this experience, everything is becoming some sort of connection. They're absorbing it. It's becoming a part of their brain. And that's just how they're wired. Their brains are wired to absorb their entire experience. And it's just super remarkable. (laughs) And that's, you know, such a huge reason as to why I'm an advocate for our tiniest learners, our, our babies and our toddlers, because it's such an awesome opportunity if you know what's happening during that time to just enrich and optimize this wonderful foundation. Um, And we can do so through this, you know, child-led and wonderful Montessori lens. So all of that said, though, as far as babies being able to absorb their entire experience, they can get overstimulated quite easily because their brains can't discriminate any stimulus that they're exposed to. So they learn it and absorb it into the synapses that are literally and physically growing their brain, which is remarkable. But we also have this task of, you know, recognizing when our babies are overstimulated and, you know, kind of um, 
honing in on their environmental exposure and that kind of thing, which I'm sure most of you do instinctively. We we naturally do that anyway. Um, but just, you know, knowing that and keeping that in your mind is also really helpful for your practice. But that leads me into my next really cool fact, which is that our baby's brains double in size during their first year of life. And all of those millions and millions of mental connections or synapses that they're making about their world grows their brain at a vastly exponential rate. How crazy is that? So basically within this first year of life, their brain starts to form, you know, the folds of the brain by growing it through all of these synapses that they're making about their new world, about who they are to the world and who the world is to them. So again, we have this really awesome opportunity to lay beautiful developmental foundations for our babies, which leads me into my next fun fact. So things that we naturally do, like hug our baby, hold our baby, nurture our babies, all of that positively affects their brain development. I found a really cool study um, within my studies, actually, that was done by Washington University that showed that babies who regularly receive physical nurturing love and care from their mothers had a larger hippocampus, which is part of the brain that's responsible for memories, learning, emotion, stress regulation. So the more loving interactions that they had, the larger the hippocampus was in the child. And I believe toward the end of the study, the children were seven to 10 years old within that range. But it was a longitudinal study, so it was a longer-term study. And they started with observing the interactions between the children and the mothers. And that's what it showed. So what's cool about brain development is that some of the things that we do naturally, that we do instinctively, like physical touch, you know, holding our babies and nurturing our babies, that's really, really good for their brain development. (laughs) So what's super amazing about modern research is that we're now just beginning to understand the full complexities of the importance of infancy and toddlerhood or the first 1,000 days of life. During the first three years of life, so that first 1,000 days, your baby's brain will develop the most and fastest out of any other time in their life. They're literally absorbing their world, so who they are to the world and who the world is to them through their synapses, so they're making these mental connections about those things, and those are reinforced through continued experiences. And so what this means is that birth to three lays a foundation for the child, including how they'll learn in the future. And what's amazing is that, again, there really is endless potentiality, as Dr. Montessori described, within these first three years of life. And what we know now is that after age three, the child's brain naturally goes through a process called pruning, where the brain rids itself of the mental connections that aren't used. So what this means is that we have this amazing opportunity to really just lay this amazing foundation. Some of the things that we just learned about really reinforce the importance of the first three years of life. I'm such an advocate for this because it's so much easier to know this and implement it as you're going with infancy and toddlerhood than to undo certain connections later on. And so keeping this at the forefront of your mind as you're working with your baby and toddler is just really amazing. So (laughs) 
It's important to know these developmental facts about babies' brains to keep at the forefront of your mind within your Montessori practice and really your everyday practice if you're just implementing little pieces of Montessori. These are very just basic standard facts that are really helpful to keep in your practice with your child. Because as we often say here on this podcast as well, Montessori is an educational approach aimed at optimizing the natural progression of human development. And there is that, you know, standard natural progression of human development. So if we can always keep that development at the forefront of our mind and we learn and we understand about our sweet baby's development, we'll be able to, you know, optimally guide them on their journey of development. So to finish this episode, I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes from The Absorbent Mind, which I thought was super fitting for this episode. <laughs> and for those of you who don't quite know yet, The Absorbent Mind is one of Dr. Montessori's most famous works. Um, it talks all about the mind of the child in the first plane of development. And so here's the quote. The child has a different relationship to his environment from ours. The child absorbs it. The things he sees are not just remembered, they form a part of his soul. He incarnates himself in all the world about him that his eyes see and his ears hear. And that's the quote. I thought it was just the perfect way to end this episode. I love that quote. I read it often and keep it close to heart. So that's it for this week. I want to say thank you so much to everyone who's been leaving reviews and reaching out and showing our Montessori Babies podcast so much love. I'm so grateful that our baby tour guide community is filled with such amazing parents and caregivers and educators who are filled with such love for our tiniest humans. So thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode, and I will catch you in the next one. Hey, it's Bianca, your baby tour guide here, hopping back in to say thank you again for listening to this episode of Montessori Babies. If you'd like to support your baby's earliest and most important years the Montessori way, I have a totally free masterclass that teaches the six essential steps to begin Montessori with your baby that gives you the exact, seldomly spoken about steps that I created after over a decade working with Montessori babies, families, and caregivers. You can register via the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram at babytourguide. Also, if you're enjoying my podcast, I would absolutely love if you'd leave a review to help other parents and caregivers find and join our community. Thanks again for listening to Montessori Babies, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye!